Welcome back, everybody. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 18. How you all doing? Uh, it's been about the same. I think this intro <laughs> has been about the same every week for the past two months. Uh, little spots, little dribble here and there. Uh, there's been some fun days. I know I've been uh, jumping between my log and this uh, 7-4 Kyle Albers quad. Uh, that I bought on Craigslist. I actually love this board a lot. I've only surfed it since I bought it maybe, I'm gonna say about 10 times, but for some reason it's just a lot of fun. It's basically an ironing board with a uh, with a quad setup, uh, but at places like Topanga, it really screams and goes super fast. Uh, so I've been having fun on that. Um, Weather's been pretty decent. Water's still warm. I'm refusing to put a wetsuit on with sleeves until I come back from the North Shore. Uh, trying to hold out as long as I can. Uh, speaking about surfing and lineups, I just want to talk about something that someone we interviewed for our next episode spoke about, uh, which is about policing the lineup. And lately I've been noticing a lot of policing of the lineup that actually makes it worse. Uh, had an incident the other day at Topanga where there's someone who classically tries to police the lineup all the time. And their version of policing the lineup is back paddling people, uh, talking shit uh, within ears distance, but never really confronting. Uh, and I don't mean in a violent way, just, you know, kind of saying like, hey, you got my way kind of thing, or don't do that or something. Um, and it just makes the situation worse. A friend of mine actually got it in with him and she put him in his place in a very calm way and the funniest thing for me to watch was the fact that he couldn't deal with a calm confrontation and had to paddle away and because he knew he was ultimately in the wrong and he knows he drops in on everybody all the time and if god forbid you drop in on him it's all hell breaks loose um so someone that we interviewed uh for an upcoming episode you know they were telling me which I thought was a really interesting perspective and a good piece of advice is that instead of trying to police the entire lineup, why don't you just talk one-on-one with someone calmly, whether you be on the side of in the right or in the wrong, you know, and it's going to make the situation better for everybody. What I'm noticing is these people who think they're, you know, the police of the lineup and own a surf spot, even though like in the case of Topanga, these people haven't grown up in the shacks that used to exist there or have any lineage there. Um, is that it makes it even worse. You know, I had an incident that same day where I cut off someone, you know, we were all being aggressive and I paddled up to her and I apologized and stuff. And it actually was a friendly interaction. Now, as uh, this person we interviewed said, nine times out of 10, it's gonna work, but expect that one time out of 10 that someone's just gonna tell you to fuck off. I think those are pretty good odds, 90% success rate. I think if you had that in business, you'd be pretty happy with it. But anyway, enough of that. Let's uh, do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 18. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page at bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as the full iTunes description of this episode, where we put track listings, where we post links to things we're talking about. We also post links with people that we're talking with. Uh, speaking of talking with, who are we talking with this week? Mr. Grant Noble, uh, Blackies local, uh, Costa Mesa ripper, skates, surfs, mostly logs, uh, twin fin action, super, super nimble. Uh, I've seen him get into some beach barrels that I just couldn't believe he like got in and pulled out of. 
Uh, but we talk about shaping, we talk about surfing, we talk about skating, we talk about uh, taking trips with sponsors and all that kind of stuff. So I hope you enjoy that. We also have some short takes. This week our short takes uh, consist of three things. Uh, one is the One Wave One Fin contest uh, from Innocent. Uh, number two is the SIA uh, collection of videos that they've been releasing uh, to promote their new collection of swimwear and surfwear. And three is a new video project out by Globe with the usual suspects of Noah Dean, Taj Burrow, and DNGS plus many others. So we're going to have that in there. But for now, I just kind of want to start off with some mellow tracks. I think we're going to go a little native tongue style on this and see what you guys like. So check out the tracks. We'll be back in a little bit. And then we'll talk about uh, surfing with uh, Grant Noble. Peace. Could be golly gee. If you see a shrink, he'll charge you a fee. If you see me, you see the fee is nothing. We will people patience, all backs, no fronting. What is a party if it doesn't really rock? What is a poet, all balls, no cock? What is a war if it doesn't have a general? What's channel nine if it doesn't have a senior? What is life if you don't have fun? What is a what if you ain't got a gun? What's Ali without Shaheed Muhammad? Nothing. Kapelka makes you vomit. What is a quest if the players ain't willing? What is a pence if you don't have a shilling? Excuse me if I'm chilling. Hey, what? Say what? What's a fat man without food in his gut? What's a childbirth without the umbilical? What's United Parcels without the deliverer? What's Mama Son without Papa Son? What's martial arts without Dina Son? What's Rashi without Tanya Tamika? What's orange juice a Dougie Doug without Shaniqua? Nada, 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 not a damn thing. What's Duke Kellerton without that swing? What's Alex Haley if it doesn't have roots? What's What's a weekend if you ain't knocking boots? What's a black nation without black unity? What is a child who doesn't know puberty? What is my label when I exit womb status? What's menage a trois? Or that is, what is sex when you have three people? What are laws if they ain't fair and equal? What's Clark Kent without a telephone booth? What is a liquor if it ain't 80 proof? What are the youth if they ain't rebelling? What's Ralph Cramden if he ain't yelling? At Ed Norton, what is Coke snorting? What is position if there is no contorting? What is hip hop if it doesn't have Violence. Chill for a minute, Dougie Fresh said silence. What is a Glock if you don't have a clip? What's a lollipop without the good ship? What's S&M if you don't have chains? What's a con artist if he doesn't have brains? What's America without greed and glamour? What's an MC if he doesn't have stamina? What's Music Factory without Mr. Walt? What's True Goy without a phrase called talk? What's Chris Lighty if he wasn't such a baby? What is a woman if she didn't say maybe? Maybe lay down, I remove the frown. What would be my penal core if it wasn't brown? What is a paper without a president? What is a compound without a element what is a jam if you don't spike the punch what's a brewski if you don't bite brunch Ooh, it's like that you keep going freak freak y'all cause you know that we showing what to get what to get what to get what to get two sheep three sheep black sheep one sheep two sheep three sheep black sheep one sheep two sheep three sheep black sheep one sheep two sheep three 
No further ado, I give introduction I've dressed in Mr. Long, a newfound baby sound production I'm not out to vic you, to strip or evict you But merely do the things you wanted to but weren't able Like move a party side to side Sway for sway, and stride for stride First fine tune, then hit volume Or sheep hit the bass and got the boom So move to a rhythm that's quite uplifting Just when you're full that nothing would arise I'm drifting higher Yeah, higher. I'm not a king, a prince, a ruler, or a squire. I'm not a prophet, and I'm not a messiah. I'm not a wolf or another flat tire. Listen, I'm the black sheep man. Oh yeah, I'm here. And even if you turn, I bet your girlfriend stares at me. And with me, you step, she just might come get me. Not slow, but with a bound and leap, she'll be pulling my wool. Count black sheep, two sheep, three sheep, black sheep don't stop. One sheep, two sheep, three sheep, black sheep. Come on, y'all. One sheep, two sheep, three sheep, black sheep don't stop. Two sheep, three sheep, black sheep. It's a black sheep, Lacosta, Nostra, or thing of ours. A family affair that overflows the reservoir. Of dollar short and daily sports, we don't know what to do because I'm walking you, walking you, walking you. Now listen, because in a unit or family, papa, a mama, and brothers and sisters see an atmosphere of love in here can give a clue, a hunch to the way we all became Black Brady Bunch. Okay. Two, continue. There's a sister who is bright, a brother who's a whiz, another that's not right stays out all damn night. You wake him up too early, cursing, ready to fight. You say left, and he says right. So you wanna see E.C., but brother dear puts on porno. Love the family pet, I bet you even feed him rave. Brother cooks your tabby in the microwave. You probably swipe your wallet if the light got dim. Now you have your doubts, but you never put it past them. And in the end, on that one, you never sleep. Never sleep. Cause he's a black sheep. One sheep, uh, two sheep, uh, three sheep, uh, yeah. black sheep, uh, one sheep, uh, yeah. two sheep, uh, three sheep, uh, black sheep, uh, two sheep, uh, three sheep, uh, black sheep, uh, one sheep, uh, two sheep, uh, three sheep, uh, What's up, party people? Party people, how you doing? Black sheep coming through, and then I guess that we're pursuing a bit of your time. We'll skip over my sign and get into a beat and a baseline. Step into the fellas, fellas, peace and how you be. Keep the party orderly, we all can get booty. So before your riff, go play the ball again. Chill, count to ten, and bring me back a Heineken. Cuties, 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 where's the hose? I knows, and you knows that I know you know. No jam complete without a flock of bow peeps. Am I right? Am I, am I, am I right? Quite. Bunkers that I see tonight be the epitome of sexy. Then again, it's just me. Honey, next to you might look like doo-doo, but don't nap, a cutie might be in a crew. In any event, I see the movement and wonder where it is that the time went. But I'm out. See you when the sun goes down and the black sheep are in your town throwing down. Be there in a second, so don't sleep. And if you do, count the sheep. One sheep, two sheep, three sheep, black sheep. Shocking.
paid off the bullshit, what the fuck now? You can keep the ball if you want, but I'm gonna fight for the right in the name of the blunt. Hip-hop rules, I can't nobody touch the flavor. Brother, for the mother, tell your neighbor that we rule and whatever we gotta do. God bless the Buddha sets and my whole crew. One thing I hate, see fuck a hand. You and your crew bite my style and you play Teddy Rucker, man. Timberland on the upper hand. See, the future plan is to be the man on the mic. I see for now, I gotta demonstrate. Hey, hold your head back and feel the weight. Remember this? Two turntables in the mic. One fat MC on the set. Two turntables in the mic. One fat MC on the set. Two turntables in the mic. One fat MC on the set. Two turntables in the mic. One fat MC on the set. We blow your back out with the bird Herb, come test buck, you get served Look, up in the air, it's a bird Know a super nigga and look, he's puffing the herb Saying chocolate, do a nigga justice Bust this, spark another session, I'm loving the miss Contact in my nostril Is a colossal MC, you recollect on set The point is, to get bears on the mic Like back in the days, niggas, we got more light Shit, today you take niggas too long to recognize Just because I'm not commercialized And when I'm in your town, I rock the underground But you don't really know me Cause I don't got no bitches with me That's ready to blow me Half butt ass yelling have a good time Nowadays I'd rather have a good rhyme mm. Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Commercial rap, get the gun clap. Buckshot, original Mac, I'm taking the back. Back, back to when the whack used to play the gopher. Carrying equipment, nowadays they're getting over. Saying it's another form of hip hop, but get dropped with the ball that can talk when you walk at night. Whenever I stalk, I can feel the hawk inside of my chest from the bless. But what I manifest is what I bring forth. Hold up, people, I'm getting your loss. Wait a minute, remember this? Reminisce? Way back in the days when the battle met whoever got this. Now what they do is this, to ruin this They put a commercial MC in the business uh, To make a brother like me play the dugout That's that shit, no doubt Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Two turntables in the mic One fat MC on the set Two turntables in the mic and one fat MC on the set Blowing up the spot MC, DJ, this is how we do today Niggas can't believe how we do today Workshop DCC Representing who I be, F-A-P
And no, we don't make whack tracks. And all the suckers get pushed back when I'm kicking real facts. I represent set up shit like a tech boy. You're paranoid because you're a son like Elroy. And you'd be happy as hell to get a record deal. Maybe your soul you'd sell to have mass appeal. I'm greater than all MCs When I breeze, give me room, please I be like fascinating when I be updating Cutting off white kids, pulling their trump cards I thump hard and make them say that I'm God Niggas be pretending they're hardcore Never know the meaning of But I get props like a slogan And no man could ever try to diss when I kicks my jam Lyrically deaf and connecting, complete mic record No double checking, vocals kill like weapons But if I have to, I go all out with no mic Yeah, that's right, cause I survived math fights And for my peeps, I truly care Cause without some of them, I wouldn't be here And they all know how I feel Cause suckers be like playing themselves to have mass appeal What up, everybody? We are back. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. I uh, hope you dug that little Native Tongues action, premier guru, gangstar, all that NYC love. A lot of people sleep on gangstar and guru and premier, and you really shouldn't. Premier is probably one of the best hip-hop DJs that ever existed. Uh, producers, uh, guru, amazing lyricist, amazing performer. I'd seen him a bunch of times live. One time, oddly enough, it was for the Supreme uh, first anniversary party. Sorry to date myself. Uh, but live, he was amazing. Uh, some of his projects that he did, such as the Jazzmatazz project, was so, so amazing to see live. Uh, I went to the record release party of that. I think it was a giant step event. 
and it was just or soul kitchen one of those things and it was just so sick to see you know people like ron carter and then see uh him uh mc over that it was just insane but anyway i want to get into this interview that we did in this interview we interview mr grant noble and uh we talk about a lot of stuff i think grant is really interesting on a lot of levels and i want people like him to tell their story as much as they can uh because besides being interesting it's a way to document it so let's just get back into interview and i'll check in with you guys when we're done where did you where were you born and where did you grow up um i was born here in newport beach and haven't left since it's kind of just been like home for me like, okay i'll like going a bunch of trips but like always coming back to like costa mesa newport it's just like where like all your friends are and like yeah sometimes the waves aren't like the best but i mean it's home right it's home exactly yeah that's what counts um how did you get into surfing um i don't know i kind of went on like a roller coaster of like different like sports growing up like never really like team sports i guess you could say it'd be like like as weird as it sounds like i raced dirt bikes as a little kid like oh, rode cool. bmx and then like started like riding shortboard every every now and then and mm. then kind of got hooked i went full into the shortboard scene like just buying like all like the, the what's it called like lost and oh, islands i was like one of those kids yeah, you know? yeah and then i think it was like sophomore year i started i saw like a mini simmons like uh-huh. thing of like tyler warren or something and i was like rick like i can still make one of those things mm-hmm. and i made my first board in my friend's garage oh, really and then that kind of like started like the whole like alternative board thing like got super into like writing holes and like uh-huh. was super fascinated with like greg littles and like all like they're all, fucking amazing the, the different style of boards, you know, and then everything switched to writing a long board and like still have like a short board, but like in reality, I'll use like once or twice a year, maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, now, why did you like this, like write into it, like make your own board? Like, what you just, why did you want to do that? I don't know. Like, growing up, like it was always, I kind of grew up in like not like the richest neighborhood, so huh. you had to really find like the materials to make stuff. Like, it wasn't really like, things getting handed down like wasn't buying like brand new like things, right. everything was like secondhand used and like i wonder like how hard it can be like youtube did like watch a couple oh, so you videos, figured out by watching then, youtube <laughs> and then just awesome. started grinding and like made a couple boards through high school like any little bit of money i could we were just in my friend's garage just like shaping and then glassing in the same spot like they're kind of turning out like pretty bad but mm-hmm. it was just like a fun experience to well, like start the whole boom well i think no i mean the one thing that i've learned is like every shaper no matter who they are the one thing they'll say is their first like couple of boards are like absolute garbage but they still love them like they're like those those first like things you make they're like these things sucked but like i still love riding them stuff yeah um did you like skate at the same time when you surfed like when you first i mean how old were you first of all when this was happening when you made your first board um i think it was like 14 or 15 okay just kind of Went out, bought a blank. It was probably just like a secondhand little thing uh-huh. at the local like manufacturer, and it all started from there. And like that's awesome. But, I mean, was anyone else like shaping like like around you, or is it just like you went on your own? Yeah, I had, I had no idea. Like there was this, like, a little website called Corduroy TV or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw like a couple guys just like making boards. I was like, Whoa! Like I bet I can do this, and yeah. just kind of sparked a thing, and like. Just kind of went hand in hand with. Oh, that's everything. awesome! Connected the dots, kind of. I mean, it's crazy nowadays that like you can kind of go on YouTube and like figure anything out, right? Like oh, you easy. Could, you could just be like, "Oh, I want to make like kitchen countertop," and it's like there's not going to be one video. There's going to be like a zillion of them, and especially with surfing, it's like kind of like I've seen like 
like when I've tried to do like repairs, I'm like, okay, how am I going to figure out how to do this? I'm like, I just YouTube it. And it's like, oh, they told me how to mix everything. And I'm like, oh, okay. This Perfect. like, I'm not going to pay anyone a hundred bucks to do this. I'm going to do it like in my garage. Yeah. I'm going to buy a couple of things. Um, and, uh, so you're saying you were like BMX riding and that kind of stuff and kind of jumping around sports, but you, did you skate at the same time? Or? Yeah. Like skating was always there, uh-huh. but it was kind of like always like a second thing. It was just like for fun. That I did. You know, I never really like took it seriously. And then like. I think it was like right around like senior year of high school I started like actually going to the park and like skating the streets and whatnot and actually traveling to go skate and then at the same time like bringing a surfboard and kind uh-huh. of doing that thing so it kind of went hand in hand like if you're waiting for a swell you just go skate in the meantime try not to get hurt yeah 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 see that's then, the sketchiest part right yeah like you're like oh I want to have fun but it's like I'm not fucking my shit up because yeah. then I can't surf when it, the swell's back yeah exactly like I just went up to San Francisco and like two days before we left for the trip like I was just trying this trick at some like school it was like a backboard to like front big out off this like bump to ledge and just destroyed my ankle couldn't walk for the oh. first two days like before we left and then like the day we like went up I I ended up just bringing a longboard and just caught a couple waves at like Pleasure Point. And yeah, how was it up there? It was sick. It was like, I really wish I was 100%. Oh, like man. A, just like rolling around the city, a couple of the parks, like the Lincoln Street Park or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. was the most uncrowded I've ever seen it. There was like one kid skating. I was like, dang it, like, why did I have to get hurt before this? And uh, then we, we slept like in the van on the Great Highway. And, uh-huh. and like, woke up every morning to like perfect, like, light offshores and like, three to four uh, foot waves like perfect little like shortboardy waves no like oh man but it was a nice little trip just get getting away from costa mesa you need those breaks every once in a while so you just, or you just get like way too burned out yeah i mean well that's the beauty of like surfing right like you're traveling for it a lot of time i mean the the luxury that we have living in california is that like you know you could take like a three-day trip you could take a six-hour trip right like you could kind of like do whatever you want and like hit all these different spots yeah it's crazy because like the day i got home from sf we got home at like two in the morning uh-huh. on like a monday and then i had a, I had a ruka trip the same day on oh, that shit. monday and then we ended up going i left at like got home at 2 30 in the morning left at 5 30 in the morning to go up to <clears throat> to ventura to go meet up with the the camel brothers and I ended up just Drinking a lot of coffee, got like a couple hours of sleep, and then surfed like Leo Carrillo and then Malibu oh, and met up with them and then came back home and just, it's crazy how you can do like a, yeah. a three-day trip to like a day trip. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. it's awesome. Um, what were you doing with the Camel Brothers? Um, Rook is doing like a little secret line of, uh, oh. uh, <laughs> a little line of them, but yeah. shh, don't, don't tell anyone, but yeah, doing like a little collaborate, co- collab or whatever. That's awesome. Uh, its stuff is looking really, really good. Well, I love that their stuff is coming back. I, that's actually one of the boards that's on my list. Like, I want to get a rush short, like a like a six eight rush short, really bad. Yeah. Um, and I guess in Surfer's Journal, they just had a thing on rush short, which was really even got me more hyped on him. Like the boards are awesome. Yeah. Like I'm like okay, like I don't want to get like you know a short board. Like I want, I want that's sort of like my next alternative to kind of do it. And Channel Islands did that thing too, where they were making them, making yeah. some of them. Yeah. It was funny. We saw, um, it was like maybe like four months ago, we were sur- surfing Topanga, and that's mostly where I surf. Mm-hmm. It was a shitty day. It was like a Sunday, and it was like fucking windy and choppy. And uh, uh, Dane Reynolds actually came randomly. Whoa, that's and, heavy. Yeah, and he came with one of those boards, and he was riding one of the three fin Channel Island bonzers and stuff. That's so And sick. he was talking about it. He was like, this, he's like, honestly, he's like, it's kind of a gimmick board, but it's kind of the most fun thing I've ever surfed in my life. Yeah, they're, they're, they're crazy. It's like, kind of in between because like a lot of like the guys that are writing like alternative boards 
it's hard for them to just jump on like a shortboard because they're just so chippy and squirrely, you know. Mm-hmm. But you hop on a bonzer, it's kind of like almost a happy medium. Yeah, see, like, that's what everyone's told me. You can turn them. You can yeah. You can still like go rail to rail and do all like the fun stuff. Yeah, they're they're not like like you said they're not so like it's not gonna like slip and slide all over the place. Yeah, and then a shortboarder can be like, oh, it's a little stiff, but the thing Fine. still rips and it has drive off the bottom and yeah, you know, just like a nice little like meet like middle point. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty dope. I mean, I love I um we go out to the North Shore every year for like two three weeks. Sick, sick. Um, and uh, they have their little cafe there and stuff, and I'm always like, I should just buy, this should just be my Hawaii board that I leave here. Stuff. And like you know and my wife's like no you're not fucking buying another board it's like but um so you mostly uh mostly surf like long boards obviously really for the most part it's like california doesn't really get super good mm-hmm. it gets like really really good a couple times a year and i just find myself riding a longboard when it's small you know yeah just because i don't know it's just i've always thought ride the right board for the right wave kind of thing like, yeah, yeah you don't want to be just riding a shortboard on like a one foot little no, no. it's like why not just ride a longboard and get a thousand waves and have fun rather than just get frustrated and yeah make surfing terrible <laughs> yeah which you see a lot of that out there which kind of like annoys me like i hate being out in the lineup and being like hey guys it's two feet like why are you trying to like ride like a fucking like a, a hypto crypto i'm like it's yeah. the stupidest fucking thing ever <laughs> like, like listening listening to like conversations when like you can't physically test a board i've heard like kids in the water like i need like one more leader in this board it's like dude you can't <laughs> test a board when it's one foot yeah and you can't you can barely stand up you know? and, and like one leader work. is gonna make a difference yeah <laughs> it's kind of like who, who the fuck like, are you kidding um who were some of the like when when you first started longboarding who were some of the people that like you got into and kind of were inspired by like really it was like kind of just like all the big names and Mm -hmm. just those big names happened to come like riding like my own town you know Uh like just showing up to blackies and seeing your idols it's just like the craziest thing it's anyone from like tanner prairie Uh alex of course jared and it's like you show up and like watch all like the YouTube videos, you know. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. And then you watch it in person, you're like, holy, that's an gnarliest thing I've ever yeah. seen. And then, just kind of like feeding off them, like Alex, Alex and Tanner kind of took me under their wing a little bit and like showed me like the right way to do things, uh-huh. <laughs> like not what what to do and what not to do. Is right, right. You can say, but like couldn't thank those dudes enough. Like, well, it's kind of interesting. I didn't know that like Alex was like like took you under his wing because I think you have a lot of kind of similar style traits in a lot of ways so it kind of it, it kind of makes sense like now i'm thinking about it i'm like oh shit that makes sense um did uh did you feel that at the time that you started uh, longboard did you think it was like more outcasty or was it more acceptable because of people that were around you like it was kind of weird because just i started surfing a bunch of like 56 and like longboarding there is just like it's fully like not acceptable you know yeah yeah it's like you're weird if you ride a longboard, yeah. and then like the farther down the jetty streets that you go, it's kind of like you'll start seeing more like alternative boards. Like you hit like 36, and you're like, oh, like there's a couple guys on shortboards, mm-hmm. a couple guys on fishes, a couple guys on single fins, like maybe a guy on a longboard. And like the farther you go, like to Blackie, then it's like for the most part, 99% longboard alternative right. kind of kind of surfing. But then like you still have like your occasional shortboarder, but. I don't know, it's just like a weird acceptance kind of thing. Like, you show up to places and you bring the wrong board. <laughs> you might get re- yelled at a couple times, yeah. but it's a little different, you know? 
but it almost like for me it's like it almost makes it better like i'm like well fuck you like you know kind of thing yeah exactly it's always like yeah. nice to have like surfing is like kind of a rebellious sport you know it's not like it's yeah. not a team sport you like you shouldn't be having people telling you what to do and like like fitting should, in yeah you should just do it like what you think is right and how it feels and whatever feels good is what you should be doing you know yeah, and I think that's something that's kind of been, like, taken away with, like, the whole, like, like mass market, like, shortboard kind of, like, thing. It's just kind of, like, you look out in a lineup, and it's, like, everyone's got the same fucking one, too. Everybody's yeah. got the same fucking Channel Islands, Hypto Crypto, fucking Lost Board, like, yeah. and, and they can't surf for shit. And I'm yeah. like, dude, why don't you ride something that's, like, fun? Exactly. Like, that kind of thing. It's funny. I see all these kids, like, doing, like, these twirly birds, these yeah. full rotation crazy maneuvers, but, like, some of the kids make it, like, look make surfing look gorgeous like that you know but then yeah. you have the other kids who just make it look like shit and you're like yeah you need to like hop on something else for a couple of days and like yeah like feel like a little bit of trim rather than pumping and like yeah yeah just i don't know style is like kind of a big thing for for me at least i just i, I always wanted to see people like make stuff look good or like, easy i mean that's the best yeah. part of style right it's like it's like making something so difficult and like making it look like it's not even like trying yeah exactly i mean i think that's the same thing in like surfing and skateboarding like those are always like my favorite people too like you know i, I always look up to those kind of guys that i'm like you know from doing the thing from surfing that what they're doing is really hard but they're making it look like they're not even moving yeah it's like just make it look proper and like yeah it feels way better when you do something like really good than like you land something shitty and you're like, oh yeah, I'll take it. It's like, why don't you just do it so that you're happy with it rather than like, rather than the some GoPro. like bullshit little kickflip thing. Why don't you like yeah. pop your tricks, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> you, like the board hits the floor before you yeah. hit the board. Yeah, yeah that's like the, the the early '90s. It's it, I forgot who was who was talking about that. Like, I'd rather there was some pro skater that said like, I'd rather see someone do a really clean ollie than them do like a laser flip down like 12 stairs probably, i think it was dylan dylan yeah. reader or something yeah it was probably him like 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 kind of thing like and i was like i'm always like yeah that's how it is it's, it's funny like some of the people i grew up skating with like i used to work at a skate park for a little while and uh there'd be a lot of these like tech skaters that used to come in like fucking ledge skaters and they wouldn't even like hit any of the hips they wouldn't even carve around or something yeah. and this guy andy kessler who passed away who's like kind of like one of like the east coast like kind of z-boy era guys um, he was kind of saying like he would always yell at the kids. He'd be like, "Just get on a fucking bigger board and just cruise around. Like fuck with fuck with your tight trucks and shit." I feel like I see that <laughs> in surfing a lot. Like where I'm like see these people and I'm like they're so trying to force themselves to ride a board that someone like let's say Kelly Slater, yeah, who's been surfing for how long competitively, who's like one of the top ten surfers in the world. Like just because Kelly Slater could surf that board. Doesn't mean you should fucking yeah, do it. Yeah, you can do exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Like, go go have fun. Like, I think that that's, like, the thing that's, like, kind of fun about this, like, ride everything movement is that, one, I think it is the most rebellious thing, which is, like, really awesome mm -hmm. because you're just not trying to fit a mold. And you're like, I'm going to ride this. I don't give a shit kind yeah. of thing. The other thing, too, it's, like, about having fun. Yeah. About catching waves. Um, and when it comes to that, I know you've entered, like, you were in the hot dogger and something else. How do you feel that contest play into, like, your surfing? Like, for the most part, like, contest or... I When I started surfing, I was, like, riding a shortboard. I was like, okay, like, we should do contests, like, make your name big. And then, like, I did, like, a contest. I was like, this stuff sucks. Like, <laughs> there's so much pressure on you and, like, yeah. all this other stuff that it's just, like... I, that, that like, the contest scene kind of made me realize it's, like, you know... That, that's what makes a lot of these kids, like, make surfing kind of look pretty gross, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. They, they got, like, oh, I got to, like... Grovel, I gotta like do like 
10 airs on this one one foot wave you know but yeah. it's like it's like i don't know with a contest i'd rather see like i don't like them in general just because just because of the pressure thing but like a lot of the longboard contests are super like fun and chill like a lot of people are just drinking beers on the beach and yeah. it's more of like a party like family outing than like mm -hmm. a bunch of like shortboard dads like dang oh like you you gotta do this you're grounded for a week you know it's oh, more Jesus like more Christ. like oh like dude you didn't get out here's a beer you know like, yeah it's a lot more fun just rather than no it's true i mean i think we need more of that what are some of the most fun ones that you remember like doing um definitely the mexi log fest and okay. like the duct tape huh. like in mexico or whatever but you did the last one that was yeah yeah that one was that one was insane but like a couple of the heats like you wait all day for your heat you drink like you have like one heat a day you know yeah and there's like 80 of the best men or 40 of the, the best dudes and 40 of the best girls or whatever and like there's a lot of downtime in between heats, so yeah. like if you have like one of those late afternoon heats, oh Jesus! You, just, like, you eat breakfast, you're just like, oh, like maybe I'll have a beer, and then you'll have like ten beers, beers before your heat. Oh. And you're like, oh no, like, I'm having too much fun before this oh, contest, shit. you know? But like those are like kind of like the funnest ones when everyone's having a good time rather than being super like eggy and competitive and all that other stuff. Well, I mean, it seems like it, I. Like, you know, there's more and more of those festivals starting to pop up, like the Single Fin Mingle and like Deus does a lot of stuff. I know I'm trying to get to, um, I think I might go to the Mexi Log Fest coming up this year. Was it end of April or something? They announced the dates and who they're inviting. It looks a lot of fun. I see, I'm hoping that, you know, with the surfing community, we could do more stuff like that. I mean, I know that's one of the goals that we um, were trying to do with the hot dogger and do more of that stuff. I mean, that was obviously like small and stuff, but still. Um, do you think, uh, do you think you, you need to be part of these contests or like to, to, let me back up. Do you think you need to be part of doing these kind of contests to make a name for yourself in surfing? Or do you think you could just be like, fuck it, I don't need to do that? Um, I, that question, it's pretty gnarly. Like, growing, like for, with, with me, like I never really wanted to do contests. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, those things suck, you know? Yeah. But, in reality, like, I think you need him just a little bit just to, like, just to meet people, you know? It's, like, not really about, like, how well you do. It's just, like, how you are as a person mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like, if you're, like, nice to everyone and, like, you to, like, meet all these, like, new people, it's, like, the sickest thing. Like, those are the best part about contests yeah. and stuff. But, like, if you're being, like, all competitive, it kind of sucks, you know? It just turns, like, the, the whole thing around, but... Put your game face on and not yeah, talk to anybody. I don't know. There, but then you can't. But at the same time, you can just put out like video part after video part, and like you're still gonna make a name for yourself. You know, it just all depends on I guess how you surf, and all well, that stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean, I guess now too with social media, I guess it's a little bit different too, right? Because you could just like put out like one minute clips on Instagram like crazy. But yeah, that's a thing too. Like with Instagram, it's such a tool that like you can have like a bunch of fake people and then a bunch of like real people that like. It's all, like, depends on how you post, you know? Like, mm -hmm. you can have, like, the shittiest surfer from who knows where and post, like, a bunch of pictures of you hanging 10, and they're like, oh, this kid rips, you know? Like, whatever. Yeah. And then you see him in person, you're like, oh, this kid sucks. And yeah. then, on the other hand, if, like, you have a really, really good surfer that sucks at Instagram, it's like, oh, this kid probably sucks. Like, he doesn't have any photos of him uh, surfing, you know? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like social media is a bad tool slash good tool you know but like there's both sides to it right yeah like exactly you kind of you're damned if you do damned if you don't exactly but, but you have to be good at it it's true you can like like i see that a lot like they're the famous like thing with like you know all these like girl longboarders who like 
look really good on like Instagram. And yeah, they have a, like their little butt photos. Yeah, like, and then you see them at first point, and you're like, oh. "You fucking suck! <laughs> like you're fucking horrible." Yeah, it's like a fake life, you know? It's yeah, pretty pretty much bullshit. I mean, I love what. Uh, have you seen that thing that the the contest that Innocence is doing? Yeah. 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 See, like I like shit like that. Like when they kind of are like, they're like, okay, you know, what? this is a way you can make some money too. Um, that's the other thing. How do you think? Do you think it's 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 easy or hard to make money, like a living, basically doing this? Yeah, the surf industry right now is so hard to make like a living. You know, just because like I feel like in the '90s when like every single kid was wearing like the surf brands like everybody was buying it now in like this day and age i feel like everyone's trying to do like the whole like thrift store like they're not really wanting to spend money like back in the day it was like the cool kids are wearing the surf brands you know right but now it's like these kids are going to thrift stores and like buying like these like things so it's a little bit harder for those big companies to make money uh-huh. and like i don't know it's it's getting a little bit harder, but hopefully, like, everything will, like, get turned around and whatnot, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I think it's, like, almost like Darwinism in a lot of ways. Like, you have all these big companies. A couple of them have to die off so that these newer companies can kind of come out and flourish. Like, you know, the companies like the, you know, like the Captain Finns and the TCSSs and stuff like that. Like, they are, like, I mean, they're pretty big. But relative speaking to, like, a Quicksilver, like, they yeah. don't have fucking zillion stores all over the place. But I think, like, the Quicksilvers and the Billabongs, like, those companies need to fucking die Yeah. for this other crop to come up. Yeah. Um, but do you see, like, like so most of, like, you would say most of the income is basically coming through, like, endorsements at the end of the day? Yeah, I, I, that's what I think. I'm not too, like, sure of, like, just how or what they're doing to make yeah. the, the big bucks. But, yeah. like... If you are able to get on like a Quicksilver or like one of those things, it's like you're basically set, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like I'm so stoked to be serving for Ruka and like have them like still having like the artist network program and like still like mm-hmm. supporting like a lot of like the alternative plus like they even sponsor like bands and stuff. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of like a good, well rounded thing to be a part of and I'm stoked to be like helping out with whatever I can to help them out, you know? How did you get like? How did you first get involved with them? Um, I met one of the team managers, the surf team manager. His name's like Mikey Brophy, and I would just see him in the water a bunch, and like we uh-huh. became kind of buds. And then like one day he just asked me, he's like, "Hey, like you've been like ripping, like do you want do you want to like come by the office sometime?" And I was like, kind of nervous, you know, like it's like, oh, like yeah, sure, like whatever. And then like we started a relationship like, over there, and then like started growing over the years, and then now like it's like this is a solidified thing you know it's like really cool to be a part of that now you and you've gone on trips with them yeah we've gone to like costa rica and then we're planning to go to hawaii in december and then oh cool hopefully more in the future but and like yeah. a lot of day trips like mex mex trips and then oh cool it's a lot a bunch of little stuff who, who are the people from their team that you like surfing with i like surfing with everyone from the team like everyone's super nice super friendly uh-huh. but yeah like for the most part like Nathan Strom's like one of my best friends from the team, you know. He's okay. just we're both just pretty into a lot of like the similar stuff, you know, and just really easy to get along with. Oh, cool. Those alternative and the shortboarders, I guess. But yeah, I was gonna say like so I mean. like I mean they're known for mostly sponsoring like like shortboarders. So when they take you on these trips, is it just like a big mix of people? It's yeah, for the most part, like the, like the Hawaii trip's gonna be like everybody. You're gonna have like the best shortboarders and couple like the best long words Uh like alex and like ellis and like all the alternative guys are going and 
and like it's it's definitely like a, a unique mix because a, a lot of the alternative board riders are yeah, like the like, underdogs you know yeah, like yeah. they're like well, that's why I was, I was wondering, like, what the dynamic is like. Because you have, like, these Ruka, like, a lot of them are, like, QS surfers, you know. And, like, charging, like, the biggest pipe. And you're, like, I'm sitting on, the, on like, the channel. You're, like, oh, my. <laughs> I have to go on one of those things. And then, end of the day, it's, like, you just want yeah. a good one, you know. When Do you know when in December you guys are going? I think it's, like, the first week. Okay. Then, well, I might see you guys out there. I'm there until the third. I mean, that's, like. The, the bracket like everybody shows up right like that the thanksgiving to like the second week of december yeah it's the worst time to go but yeah. it's not that bad though you know what the funniest thing is like every time i go surfing out there um because i say it i surf uh sunset and yeah. and freddy's and stuff like i'm with people and they're like oh man i'm so sorry that it's like so crowded here and i'm like dude there's 20 people in the water do you know what i fucking deal with in la like <laughs> this is nothing this is like i'm chill like this is cool you have like in here in la you have like 30,000 guys battling like, for two foot waves, you know? Yeah, it's like there, it's like, it's like, it's not like the relatively speaking. I mean, yeah, those days when it's like two days before the sunset contest and everyone and their mother is trying to fucking like, like get their waves on it. I don't go surf those days because it's like, it's like a hundred really aggro guys. Yeah. But like, I mean, like last year, like I surfed sunset like probably like six or seven times with no more than like 20 people out. Yeah, but still, like, when it, when it's, like, pumping, there's, yeah. like, 20 guys out, and they're, everyone's spread out, you're just, like, in the channel by yourself, you're like, oh, it's kind of scary, there's yeah, no one around like, me. Yeah, uh, uh, That's awesome, though, that you guys are going to go there. Where in Costa Rica did you guys go? Um, We surfed, like, a lot of, like, Playa Negra, uh -huh. a lot of, like, around, like, Avianas, and uh -huh. not really any, like, the gnarly spots, but it was, like, a longboard trip, so we just stayed oh, cool. pretty pretty mellow, and then scored some, like, little barrel waves, and little secret spots, but nice. <laughs> other than that, like... For the most part, it was pretty small. What are your favorite? What have been your favorite places to go to, like in in terms of surfing on your own and stuff, like trips? Um, like on my own, like I love going to Hawaii, uh -huh. Mexico, but nothing beats home, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I would way rather surf like a perfect day at home than like an average day to a good day at like somewhere else, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's like you, the home is where the heart is, right? Yeah, I think it's way more fun to just get bare with like all your friends from home than like yeah. a couple guys you just met and you're just like, yeah. oh yeah, like that was the sick one, but I don't know you. <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, we don't have any kind of energy together, so blah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Um, where in Hawaii do you do you like surfing? Um, I've surfed pipe a couple times, and then a lot of like V land, like mm -hmm. like small pipe, you know, but. Yeah. A lot of like VLand, like you said, Freddy's, like logs and I, I fucking love those spots. Like the user friendly spots. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, they're not so crazy. Um, now growing up growing up here and like surfing here and stuff, have you seen the culture change much since you first started? Um, not really. Like growing up and like surfing like Blackies, Newport Pier, it's mm -hmm. kinda like you see like the generations changing, you know, like but every single person from those generations are still here. Like you have all the guys from like the first guys that are that were ever serving Blackies yeah. still serve Blackies. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And then you have like the next generation of like Alex and all like the the big heavy hitters. Like they still surf there every like now and again. Then we're in this like weird little middle generation. And then now even seeing like these little kids that are like starting to ride longboards. Like, well, like that kid's gonna be good. You yeah, know? like kind of stoked on that. It's pretty cool. And then like. I guess, like, back in the day, like, they would go down to, like, surf, to, like, Doheny and Sandy yeah. and all that stuff, and, like, we're doing the same thing as they were, which yeah, is, yeah. like, following their footsteps and kind of keeping the Blackies thing alive. 
That's awesome. How do you feel? How do you feel like a lot of these like older guys at Blackies are to like like you guys and some of the younger people? Like a, a lot of the younger kids, like gr- me growing growing up there, like I didn't have respect for anyone. Like yeah. I was like, oh, like we're on a long board, like we're gonna yeah. get as many waves as we yeah. can, and like you you definitely get humbled by like the older guys every once yeah. in a while for sure. But I don't know. It's pretty. You, it's like a pecking order, you know? Like yeah, yeah, now, of course. Now to this day, it's like I'll see a Grom. Don't burn that guy. Like yeah. that guy's been here since yeah. like the 60s. And then they're like, oh, like, sorry, you know? But, so it's like you've, you've sort of started, you're starting that point in your kind of surfing life where you start like telling these, like educating these kids, right? Yeah, exactly. And how is that been? How do you, do you dig that? Yeah, it's it, it's a weird feeling like just trying to like mentor, mentor them and like put them in the a step in the right direction as well like there's a couple of kids that are really sick out there like this little kid Caden just always swings by the shop and uh-huh. like starting to make his own boards and like I remember the first day seeing the kid he like burned one of like the gnarliest blackies oh. dude and I was like don't burn that guy go apologize yeah, to him yeah. now you know like yeah. and he's like oh dude I'm sorry like I won't burn you again I didn't know like blah 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 <laughs> and then now like he's like he's like one of the kids you know like, feel like everybody knows yeah exactly that's awesome um so let's go back to like shaping. So you shaped your first board when you first started surfing. When did you start shaping logs for the first time? Um, that was like pretty like I I had made long boards pretty pretty early on. I think it was like within my first ten boards I made one just to like have a long board, you know. Uh-huh. And then started riding like one of my friends had like an old Eric Christensen or something. I uh-huh. was just hooked on that thing, and then. Uh-huh. And then started getting boards from like Tanner and then all that stuff, and that kind of like sparked the revolution. And I was like, "Frick! Like I want to make my own too, yeah, you know." Yeah. So then like started doing a couple like on the side for myself, and then like starting to, like grow into like something I want to like start like seeing how good I can make a longboard, you know, like how uh-huh. good I can even make a surfboard. And what kind? What kind of boards were like? Did you want to make at first? Were they like like chips? Were they pigs? Were they like? Did you like? What were you gravitating towards in terms of uh, outlines? Like, outline wise, like I've never really been within like the huge like fat noses because it just like it doesn't really work where I surf, you know. Right. So like, I based like a lot of my boards like off of what guys were riding. Like Alex and Jared were riding like these like pretty like chippy like super super narrow super thin long boards with like a wide point back with hips you know like a little yeah. nose and like something yeah. to keep you in like in the pocket so then like i was like okay like i'm gonna make one of those and then made made one it was it was all right and then everyone's just gonna get better and better hopefully uh-huh yeah it's like started just making boards for where i surf yeah um what well, and you used to you were doing boards through um tanner shop is that what was going on yeah he was just had like he was nice enough to like let me use his tools and all that good stuff he's just like yeah like i had a key to the shop just going in at night and just shaping boards and like seeing how symmetrical i guess i can make a long (laughs) board you know but it seems almost more like more like i would think from a design perspective almost more of a challenge than on a short board um they both have like their similarities you know it's like with a long board you got to be like really really good with a planer and like because it's so much board and like mm-hmm. if you like it's i guess it doesn't really matter on like the little things those mm-hmm. are like really cosmetic just because it's just so much board yeah but like with a short board you have to have like a concave here like another one starting here you got to be a lot more like hands-on with the tools and like precise precise and like how even can you get your concaves you know oh jesus 
Yeah, I, I think I'd rather like shape a log any day. Yeah, yeah. it's way easier. It's a lot, lot more forgiving. You can have like a lump here, and it won't really affect how you're gonna do like an air reverse on a longboard. You're just yeah, yeah. Like, okay, like it's, it's gonna you know? work. I mean, it almost seems like it's more like outlined than anything else. In a lot yeah, of ways. exactly. And it seems like a lot of people. It's it's interesting. A lot of people are starting to shape longboards more with that kind of like narrower nose like you look at like the the nauseas and all this like all the stuff that eden's doing with dead kooks and like a lot of people are are starting to kind of get into that like wide point back kind yeah. of like thin uh thinned out nose yeah um so now now do you are you working on your own board line or um actually i just started i teamed up with uh one of the like original shops in newport russell surfboards uh-huh. and it's just going to be like a big like not really big. It's just going to be like a collaboration, like Grant times Russell kind of like collaboration. Uh-huh. I'm going to be kind of shaping under them and it'd be like a really good like test ground for like me and my boards, you know, like it'll be like new board every week. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Trying at least to like yeah. see, see, see what I can dial in and, and see where it takes me, you know, new, it's like a new, new chapter in my life, I guess you can say. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, what kind of boards are you going to shape? Just basically like what i've been shaping recently like a lot of pigs like maybe a nose rider or two but i want to have like a couple models that are like just dialed like a pig maybe like a 50s like kind of chipboard for like malibu like yeah a glider and then like your nose rider gliders are starting to make this like huge there's like a huge scene with them now yeah like everybody's starting to make them yeah people didn't realize how fun they were like yeah they're they're sick like he's one of those boards you can just not think about anything and just trim you know yeah I've been dying to get one. I've been I've been tempted to get one of those uh, those uh, deepest reaches, those mega fishes. Those things are crazy. I tried one like like at Doheny like a year ago, like a summer and a half ago or something. And I remember just being like so insane. Like it was like nothing I ever felt before. I was like, whoa, this is like so fast for such a big board. Yeah, it doesn't have the center fin drag, you know. It's no, just, you feel like you're going a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. And you can, like you have to walk pretty far back but you step on the tail and the thing just turns like yeah insane. it was amazing i think that's what i'm gonna do and eden eden was telling me that he's been they've been shaping a lot of like like 12 foot gliders now like they've been doing a lot of those and like some bigger ones it seems like a lot of the aussie guys are kind of getting into that which is cool yeah um who's who's uh boards out there do you like that you see uh there's there's so many to name like i love like anyone like any like the big dogs like all the bings like all yeah. the huge guys to like my favorites are like my friends boards like something that i would honestly see like to see like freaking 20 year old kid making a longboard and i was like yeah. whoa that thing's sick like does yeah. it work you know yeah. <laughs> well that's the question right you know? does it actually do anything but then it's fun because it's like a lot of my friends boards it's like whoa like it works really good you know uh-huh. rather than like how did this 20 year old kid yeah. make something that works almost as good as this like 60 year old guy that's been making boards for ages it's like that's crazy. I think that's the sickest thing. Yeah, that they stumble upon it and stuff. Well, sometimes it's just like <laughs> like luck, right? Like they've seen enough of it, and I think there's enough out there, and you know, you get enough people showing you how to do stuff. Um, I think it's it's pretty easy. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, so growing up here, blah blah blah, this and that. Um, kind of running out of shit because I didn't bring my notes. Um, who are who are some of the people that you you surf with out there now that you think don't get enough attention? There's so many of those kids, man. Like yeah. a lot of the Blackies kids don't. Even like a lot of like the Santa kids don't get like the recognition that they 
I don't know if they deserve, but like they rip, you know. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, kids from here, Caden Ellen, is just like a 15 year old kid that just came out of nowhere and started ripping, you know. Right. Like, Joey Bookout. Nobody knows. Nobody really knows who he is, but like he's got like some of like the most radical surfing I've ever seen uh-huh. my whole life. Like, it's not like your traditional like. Riding the nodes, it's more of like kind of like a Robin Kegel kind of like esque, but like it's obviously not Robin. It's a little little bit different, and like I think it's a little bit smoother and like a little less radical, you know. But it's still like top notch kind of stuff, and I don't know. There's just you just have to have an eye for it, I guess you can say. Um, any uh oh, this what I wanted to ask you. Uh, what's your favorite? I mean, I think I know the answer by now, but what's your favorite spot to surf and why? I guess it all depends what kind of board I'm riding. Um, to log, <laughs> like, where's your favorite place to log? Oh, Blackies, of course. That, the, the left up the pier doesn't get much better. Uh, <laughs> and do you have that? I mean, it sounds like you're pretty much like, that's like you're, 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 you have that all dialed down and kind of. Uh, yeah, it's my favorite place to surf, like, uh-huh. in town, but like. If if I had to choose somewhere that like wasn't home, yeah, like any place, any place in the world, I'd probably choose like La Saladita, like in Mexico. Uh-huh. There's like a couple like sick left points there. Like a left point is so hard to come by in California. Yeah, there's like, not many of them. Like so, like when you go to like a left point, you're going left for like a minute. Yeah, it's one of the best feelings of the whole world. You know, you so much time to think. Is that the one that was where the Mexilog Fest was last time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's there again this year. It is. Is it a bitch to get down there? Not too bad, but like finding a place to stay was pretty pretty gnarly. Really? I remember like my mom flew in for the weekend. She just had like a buddy pass, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, like I'll come watch, just watch the contest yeah. and like reserve this place online." And then like the internet down there it just blows. She shows up at the house, and she's like, "They're like, oh yeah, like we don't use that website anymore." And she's just sitting there like, "What the fuck?" Oh so my. Then, we ended up having like we had like a pretty decent sized room, and so like she just crashed it in our little zone. But it was sick, just just everything, you know. Other than, I heard other than the sting, it's yeah, like, chill. <laughs> I heard it was a pretty small town. It's not like uh, what you call it. Um, what's the the place they used to have it at? Uh, Salulita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This place, it's like one point. There's probably like. 50 houses on the point yeah. and it just wraps and then cj has a house out there yeah cj's house is i heard it's pretty sick yeah i was yeah. like i was like dude i was like you get to surf that whenever you want to he's like yep it's <laughs> like that's why i have a house there <laughs> i was like dude it's fucking insane it's not fair yeah um who are some of the people you want to like shout out thank um i like to thank like all my friends that kind of like my parents of course uh-huh girlfriend emma <laughs> tanner for letting me steal his room for for as long as i did yeah jp at russell um i don't know ruka of course uh-huh. like they wouldn't be here without them you know like any anybody basically anyone that has like supported me through like my whole like trial and error of like this surfing thing you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone who's kind of fed you and kind of couches yeah. and all that kind of exactly. stuff exactly showed yeah. me the path there you go Um, All right, awesome. Thanks for sitting down with us. Yeah, of course. I want to thank Grant for sitting down with me and doing an interview. Uh, We did on suspect equipment, so it was kind of a little dodgy here and there, but we made the most of it. I think, you know, his story, just like everybody else's, is really important to put on podcasts or on record, if you will, because our culture gets 
misrepresented a lot of times. And I think people do their best job and they try to do what they can with piecing things together. For me, it's really important to have everybody tell their own story in their own words, primarily to document it so we don't lose these stories. You know, it's really hard to piece together stuff like from the wind and sea era and from the, you know, hot generation era because we're just piecing together random little stories. I don't want to see that happen to the right everything movement. So that's one of the reasons I do this podcast. And it's one of the reasons I try to feature people from all over the spectrum. So one day if people want to look back and say, oh, did this person do this or was that person there? They can hear it in their own words. You know, that's that's really important for me uh, because when you read history books, you know, there's three versions of every story, the, the, the truth, that person's and my version. And I'd rather hear that person's version of the story. But anyway, let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 18. Thanks for sitting down with us again, or standing up, or driving, or whatever you do. Uh, make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our merch, bodegabordercrewstore.com. And lastly, and more importantly, make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, or check out the full description on iTunes of this episode for track listings, uh, links to things we're talking about, uh, links to videos with people we're talking with. There are some cool videos of Grant uh, on there. But anyway, uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, this is a, one of the tracks that Grant picked. Uh, not something I would normally play on here, but you know what? Anyone I interview, you guys have free reign. Pick whatever you want. So keep that in mind for future interviews. Uh, we'll play a couple of tracks, and then we'll check in with you guys in a little bit for some short takes. Peace. Fuck the police. 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 F
testimony to the jury about this fucked up incident. Fuck the police and Red said it with authority. Because the niggas on the street is a majority of gang. It's with whoever I'm stepping. And a motherfucking weapon is kept in a stash spot for the so-called law. Wishing Red was a nigga that they never saw. Lights start flashing behind me. But they're scared of a nigga so they mace me to blind me. But that shit don't work, I just laugh. Because it gives them a hint not to step in my path. But police, I'm saying fuck you punk. To shit, it's all junk. Pulling out a silly club, so you stand with a fake ass badge and a gun in your hand. But take off the gun so you can see what's up, and we'll go at it, punk, and I'ma fuck you up. Make you think I'ma kick your ass, but drop your gat, and Red's gonna blast. I'm sneaky as fuck when it comes to crime, but I'ma smoke them now and not next time. Smoke any motherfucker that sweats me, any asshole that threatens me. I'ma snipe him with a hell of a scope. They can't cope with me The motherfucking villain that's mad With potential to get bad as fuck So I'ma turn it around Put in my clip, yo, and this is the sound Yeah, something like that But it all depends on the size of the gap Taking out a police would make my day But a nigga like Ren don't give a fuck to say Cause I ain't had nothing 
time in some coupons wife and no longer do you enjoy the married life well i'll let you know this is a brand new year so never fear the big daddy is here to do things in places your husband wouldn't and do certain things he probably just couldn't let me sneak into your life like a thief in the night lick your body all over and squeeze it real tight nibble all over your hand give your back a massage you'll say oh i like it just like the barge smooth the mile i'll make you smile honey child and hit the lights and get buck wild and when i turn them back on you'll have to say like cow gone please take me away is doing nothing for you just look at me as a tasty side order they came into your life and brought a thrill cause any husband who won't i'm a neighbor who will get the job done i'll work i get the job done i'll work baby i get the job done i'll work i get the job done i'll take it to the bridge So won't you be my tenderoni And get a whip for this nipple maniac And up the date map that's ready to attack And prove that I'm a pro and far from a rookie Ain't no hair on my chest but I'm one tough cookie Whoever said you had to be 100% masculine in order to be in I'd rather be more subtle and smooth and soothe Girl you won't disapprove And I promise that you'll never forgive me Hmm, now what's the title to fit me? A champ like Tyson, a captain like Kurt No, employee of the month cause yo, I do work The K-A-N-E is on the J-O-B and expert
know where to find me Driving down the highway, girl, he's behind me Jogging blindly, no need to remind me Who I am, I know you know me Stop screaming and pointing and yelling, I'm low-key No, I ain't got no time for a picture But slide your number and I get with you You want to ride, you shouldn't have said that You played yourself and I know where your head's at Drive my car, don't make me laugh You better settle for an autograph Or a hug and a kiss on the cheek, maybe But I ain't trying to make no baby Forget all the silly rumors you heard Here's the deal, so spread the word No got no girlfriend, no, I didn't buy no car, no, I don't have no babies, a lot of ladies, nah, they want money, and I can see them a mile away, and when they push up, I just smile and say, back up off me, smell the coffee, you're scheming and plotting and I'm killing you softly, watching you melt from the second I kiss you, heard dollar signs in your careless whisper, I know the game is old and lame, you're holding a flame for my name and my fame, living like Scheming on Tyson, but she got lucky, cause he was a nice one. But I ain't nice and I don't play that. If it ain't taxed, I don't pay that. You think you're in cause you turned me on. Then one minute and the next you're gone. I made the rhymes, I made the cash. Why get married and you take half? No, I ain't got no girlfriend. No, I didn't buy no car. No, I don't have no babies. A lot of ladies, nah, they don't. I don't sell no drugs and take no shit Park my ride and the ladies hit So many ladies and cops had a hint They took me in cause they thought I'd pick Jet from the station back in a flash They had nothing on me but cold, cold cash Ladies, they all wanna get with the man with the money So they wanna sit with the microphone master And ride shotguns so people can see ya And think I got one No, sorry, nothing's happening Moody single while he's rapping If girls keep lying and crashing my party
name is a washed up rapper needs a wash up. My name is. I'm watching you get dizzy, y'all. Check out the way I say my, display my, play my. Jay on the back, behind the cool, without the AY. I love to ride the groove because the groove is smooth and makes me move. And I'll improve as it goes on, as it flows on. When you see me, don't ask me if the show's on. How that sound? Don't come around, playing me close, brown. Pulling my jock to be down. You need to stay down, way down, because you're low down. Do that dance, the Prince of Rappers gonna throw down. Aiming the breeze while I'm killing MCs. I'ma keep Stop. 
Ladies love Cool James as always. LL is illmatic. Uh, if you guys sleep on LL, you got to realize he's been through some of the biggest battles with people and taking them down. Uh, Nas, uh, Cannabis, uh, early on in day, a lot of other people. Uh, a lot of people just know him as as the actor in the CSI shows, whatever fucking show he's in. I even forgot. Um, and goofy movies. I remember he played like, didn't he play like a security guard or a commando or something in some movie? And it was like a semi-comic role. He's not a shitty actor, don't get me wrong. And look, we got to be honest, it's kind of dope that he's getting the Kennedy honors. It's kind of dope. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that track. Uh, let's do housekeeping. Bodega Border Crew podcast, volume 18. You know the drill. Uh, make sure to check us out at Bodega Border Crew on Instagram. Uh, make sure to check out our store, bodegabordercrewstore.com, uh, where we have a lot of merch. Uh, still have a couple of t-shirts, I think, left uh, from our collab with the Bandits. Uh, some hats. Uh, Going to be putting up some new stuff. I know I keep saying that. It's just been really hectic, really hectic here. Uh, I'd like to have some stuff up for the holiday uh, so you guys can buy gifts for people. Um, and maybe I can make a little money and buy gifts for myself. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, let's get to the short takes today. The first short take is to announce that the one wave, one fin uh, logging contest that the Innocents uh, did is going to be, the winners are going to be announced on Friday, November 18th with a video. Now, if you didn't see last year's video from their announcement, you, you, you're sleeping on some dope shit. Uh, it was really fun. I love what Sean and those guys do. Honestly, this whole contest in general, ever since Sean told me about it, I think it's really cool. And I think it's, it's something that can help our community out when it comes to finances, but also in terms of exposure. Uh, because the beautiful thing, like Sean had said, is that it's amazing to see that there's all these loggers that you might have never heard of from all over the world, and you're getting a little spotlight on them, and they're getting their exposure. So I think that's dope. So make sure to check that out, and uh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see all the winners. I also can't wait to see how crazy the video they put together is. The second short take this week has to do with the brand Sia. Uh, Sia puts out these awesome uh, wetsuits and uh, surfwear for women uh, that's a certain demographic or focus. I think it's really cool because it's kind of like I think about my wife and my daughter and surfing and it's the kind of stuff I would want them to wear. Um, and actually my wife likes wearing their stuff a lot. She buys their stuff. She's, she has told me like it's actually the most comfortable stuff to surf in. Um, so Sia uh, put out a bunch of videos to promote their new line they have coming out. And the thing that's really cool is that it's all shot on 8 mil. It's in Mexico. It's kind of slowed down and, and gives you this vibe of the vibe that we feel when we're on the water. You know, I like to say that as surfers, we're ultimate time travelers in a sense when we surf, we feel like time is slowing down. And it's a hard thing to explain to people that don't surf. They're like, well, what the fuck do you mean? I mean, you guys all know it. A three second wave feels like 20 minutes sometimes. You're, you know, it's, it's amazing. And I think this video project that they did to show their line does a really good job of that. It gives you a really happy vibe. Um, so I put a link up for, to their Vimeo page where you could see all their videos that they did. 
The last short take I have this week is called uh, Cult of Freedom. It's a globe video project uh, that they're releasing in little bits. I don't know if they filmed everything yet and they're kind of editing it out, um, but the first bit is uh, the Australia part. Uh, they have all the usual suspects, Taj Burrow, Deanna Gias, Noah Dean, Creed McTaggart, um, their team, their surf team in general. It, I love how it's shot. I mean, it's the ultimate like short board uh, surfboard. And I'm usually not a fan of it, but if you put good music behind it, which they did, it makes it really good. Like, though, I hate, I gotta be honest, like, I hate that typical, like, Blink-182, like, SoCal pop-punk bullshit that you see in videos. It's like a turn-off. But when people use the music they use, and I'm not gonna tell you what it is, you gotta check it out. Or, like, you know, Kai Neville has used, you know, like everything from ministry to sonic youth it's makes it more interesting to me now maybe that's me because that's the music that like i love and i have a connection to it but i think more people need to be doing it and they did a really great job of doing that in these videos but that's it for this episode we're done uh thanks a lot for checking us out if you're a first time listener um hey welcome welcome to my house this is what i do um uh, <laughs> this is a fun little side project uh for our uh usual listeners you know thanks for the feedback and the reviews i've been getting a bunch of emails from people uh, asking me about stuff i actually had uh someone email me about what books they should get uh regarding uh looking into surf history and being learning about surfing in general and i thought that was really nice if you guys have any questions uh email bodega border crew at gmail.com uh you might get something free in the mail uh, if you ask a nice question, uh, leave a review if you can on the iTunes page, good or bad. I'm going to take your suggestions into account as much as I can. Uh, but I want to leave this on a high note, which is no need to bust a craze on a wave. And what I mean by that is when you go out there, it's, we're all trying to have a good time, no matter what your experience level, whatever, no matter what you're surfing on. And if you know, Two people get on a wave, acknowledge it. One gets off, talk about it. Don't scream about it. Don't throw a tantrum. Don't be like some dude that I've seen before on the top of the parking lot at sunset where they're yelling at someone in the lineup and waiting for them to get out so they could beat them up. That's the worst shit because you're just making a, a horrible situation from everybody. And honestly, you just look like a fucking dick. So in general, let's be safe out there. Let's communicate. Don't bust a craze. And I'll see you guys out there. Peace. Select paper and invade all the illest niggas tally up paid Yo live crew meeting Laying in the lab with robes of fly mo We hold all niggas eating Racquetball gangsters Unleash the law Straight up colorful drawers Bad whores on the weekend Eating raw style like flounder Fucking with mine on how we design My niggas might find ya Laying in the tropics Big thick shit on park The way it's clocks look Niggas on topics Moving out Color Durango's Picture me broke That's like picture rich niggas with the same coats 
or rich niggas with the same coat. Just cruising, throwing a ship, fully equipped on a star tack, calling a bitch. I'm what you get when that absolute Hennessy mix. Ultimate, ultimate, who shit my whole clip. Ultimate, ultimate, rubber dub, ass in the club, showing me love, saying peace to the niggas that thug. I got the drugs and the 38. Snub no, striking up hoes. Baby girl spilled a drink on my clothes. That new Jabos, Louis Rick, hot nicks, nigga, what's happening? Ain't shit, holding my dick, smoking a clip. Thanks for asking. Mashing the latest fashion, dance floor packed in whites, blacks, and Latin. All in together, together for worse or better. Now I put it down, whether it's Matthew Method or Method Cow. Rock, skate, roll, bounce. I'm bound to wreck your body and say turn the party yeah. out. Magazines live, fly life we live. The lingo is the ledge. Y'all niggas know how niggas rap on set. Lighting the purple and the new legs. Trifling, worthless murder. Everything that move on is set. I better pay big mama for using this lyrics. I better pay big mama for using this lyrics. I better pay big mama for using this lyrics. Hey, big mama for using this lyric And my mouth stay dry cause I swallowed the struggle I might connect you to a VCR after they plug you I'm not a gangster and I hate thugs too I'm just a nigga that paint a picture without a paintbrush too Without a paintbrush too Bulletproof wallets, 20G kitchen sets made out of Korea Top C and got to be a lot to see a rocks Nas we read up behind the stove actions how Maria pop Leah Cursed out Leah, burst out a purse with the guard Judea from Stark's Hesaria. Peace hate to be uh-huh. especially when the shots ring off in slow motion. When your head hits a meter, you lost two leaders at the scene. Case Peter, Peter slid through, shook him down for his reefer. James chased Teresa with a hatchet on Easter. Two murders in the hood, we call it double features. Watch how Ethan's freak the best teacher. After prayer with the preacher, I get skeet in the bleachers. And your girl, I might eat her. I'm a lover, not a biter. I still catch a four VBS good as the rest of them are as bad as the worst so don't hate me you better move over yeah you fucking idiot yo uh-huh wallace motherfucker that's right all my shit is bulletproof you for the bulletproof projects yeah bulletproof wallace duck feet good you heard you bird ass niggas Word. y'all niggas ain't got a chance 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 Indo, ha, Coco, yeah, damn, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I need some brown weed, ladies, all day, huh? I need some brown weed, honey, yeah. I need some brown weed, uh-huh. ladies, now these doors don't open till after dark And it ain't till 12 till the party really saw Yo, me and my crew had to be in by 10 Right before the fun was about to yo, begin Yo, yo, one's bitten, Gabba George Trying to taste the paper written, kids be bullshitting I see they flawed, too many rebels, not enough cause for me to pause Some broads love my shitty drawers The finest criminal minded, put my life behind it You niggas find it hard to swallow poison in the bottle She too sexy, so I gotta watch you fast bitches Too many tricks that can get me Dick of bad sickness. Listen, excuse me, I'm trying to earn in me a bucket too. The LMC step in. And who the fuck are you? Doc, start walking, bumping MOP to catch a nigga getting gas, putting 10 on 3. The ruckus. With the mic, I blast men on sight. So off the hook, the landing bell had to go on strike. Doc did it, metaphors come AMG kidding. Uh. 2020 vision comes tenant for being so high. 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 
Iron lung, I be the street soldier. Annie up, pull them panties up, party's over. In the cut, slapping grudges off a nigga's shoulder. Bringing rock like the wildcats of Villanova. Hot as fuck, Joker, sober. Swami Bola, co controller of the universe. Stola, cola, then pola. Caps, grab your hoodie hat. I'll in the stack, keep them cats running for they got. In store, right up. Uh, Uppercuts rolling, how I left your eye. Stage dive, made a mistake, kick, FOI. Hey, yo, ho, that be keeping a dope show like Marilyn. Mans in the handgun, be stashed in the paneling. Jersey drive, son, watch me whip it like midget. Figure ain't at home plating, piss on your picnic. Uh, don't nobody move, don't nobody start flitching. Limo driver, roll up the fucking partition. Who the niggas that be rolling them tire high as a kite? Getting pussy on the high. Well, alright, yeah. yeah. But who them cats you can call on when you wanna brawl? Get drunk as hell. So well, alright, yo. Yo, it's fuck doc up in the house. Well, alright, yo. yo. Hot nigga up in the house. Well, alright, yo. Bricks the stack, hold it down. Well, alright, yo. yo. Mad nigga up in your mouth. All night, yo. Yo, child, the doc. Did it before, I'll do it again. Snatch part to the ignition, I'm screwing it in. Six drop in ten seconds. What? I'll be the first one on the floor at your weather reception. B boys gather around and act denoid. Bring the trouble T Roy to earlobes, keloid. Terminator 2. Doc after Sarah Khan for the barrel bonds. Am I on? To cow you on. Got these slim pickings on my char thickens. I pack a Mac to make your back stiffen. Flip the script, I act different. The eyeball, keep your distance. Warning y'all, you don't listen. Bitching over shit you ain't getting. So finally, putting in work, the big hurt. MC with the social disease, I get it first. Enemies, feel my energies. Four centuries of anger, remember me? The feel, nigga. Together, fabulous. Rizza, sharp and hazardous. Figure with bad habit, can't hold his liquor. Speed like a millipede. Hot nigga, son. Contemplate the nonfiction on loose leaves. Paragraphs, 100 degrees, my pen bleeds. Showing you the pain I feel from holy knees. Black thoughts, deep rooted. Nowadays, they come with batteries included in wicked ways. Who them niggas that be rolling them tie high as a cow? Getting pussy on the eye. Who them cats you can call on when you wanna brawl? Get drunk as hell. So well, alright, yo. It's fuck Biggie in the house. Well, alright, yo. yo. Mess Biggie, no doubt. Well, alright, yo. Bricks the stack, holding down. Well, alright, yo. yo. Man, pick up in your mouth. All night, yo. Yeah. It's rappers that really blast your cash Getting big willy niggas like Billy Baffin Up at Jimmy's Cafe having caviar Cracking crystal at the bar Smoking cigars, living lost We raw but still roll with the mob Doing jobs for bills I'm hard to kill for real Nigga guard your grill I like the chills Spark an elegant high I'm one hell of a guy Fly, pelican, fly What up, Duco? You know, probably 
I'm chicken poppin' to go. I'm out here watching for Jay. Getting the salute, though. Shoot, bro. I got a waterproof suit, yo. Swerving like an AKA in Beirut, yo. Squeezing out of automatic M3s. And please, you ain't seen no thugs like these. I can tell you lots of things that'll make you believe. In Corona, yo, it's better to take them to receive. You careers on life support. And I'ma pull the plug and have every thug chewing that beat, not drug in their blood. No escaping this. Niggas is going over their favorite shit. To be taping this. World premiere, loud and clear, lie and beer, get the dope, blow up the show, disappear, jump in the cavalier, fill it marvelous, street pharmacist, twist, audible is for pleasure, bring your territory, terror, keep my workers under pressure, God, I'm saying fuck that stuff, but that's alright, Duco, my heart nowadays too cold, don't give a fuck, where you been, what you done, where you go, you know, peep this, stay back, in black shades like a secret agent, while night thieves pull up on you like sleeves, we like trees, bust thieves and stack cheese, it's off the hook this year, make it mad, Money off the books this year. Ain't nothing but crooks in here. Getting mad money off the books this year. It's off the hook this year. Getting mad money off the books this year. Ain't nothing but crooks in here. Getting mad money off the books this year.